welcome to episode 68 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and this is another workshop with me and Holly. I'm not sure why we can even pretend to call this one a workshop, because basically we cackle pretty much all the way through it. So what we're here to talk about is the massive secret joy that is that we've won an actual award for this actual podcast, one we couldn't even begin to imagine we would win. So we are utterly thrilled. The award is the PPA Independent Publishing Awards 2021 Podcast of the Year. I know, we won it with this podcast, just with us rambling on about not much at all. So we are overjoyed about that and listening to hear about how we celebrated last Friday. We segue from that seamlessly to how our running is going and how bad we both are at the eight times table. We then introduce an email from a listener, Eileen. So we spend a bit of time talking about what she's told us. And that includes topics such as COVID, our immune systems, recovery and being kind to ourselves. Something specific to that email, but some key points that we can all learn from, I think. Let's be kind to ourselves. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. These reviews mean the world to us and really help us to keep this podcast going. Also, here's the thing. It's almost Christmas. Yes, it is. There's no point hiding from it. And if you're searching for the perfect present, then we've got just the thing. If you join Women's Running Plus in time for Crimbo, you'll get our fab magazine delivered to your door every single month and you'll get a free base layer from ZeroFit worth £40. Just go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter X21WRPod at the checkout or ask someone who loves you to do it for you. Um. Okay, go. (laughs) 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 Woohoo! That's the kind of mood that we're in because we've got exciting news. We have got exciting news. We're an award-winning podcast. (gasps) Oh, Ah! it was just the most lovely thing ever. And we're very, very pleased. So, like, so, right. um, So, Holl and I were out of office on Friday um, and we were in that London, like, all poshed up. Like, Holly had lipstick on. I was wearing a bra. It was that posh. Um, neither Have was you ever wearing seen heels. me with lipstick on? I don't think so. Have you ever seen me wearing a bra? No, I don't think I've ever seen you with a bra on. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus, I, that it was amazing. So we were in in London at the. Uh, I've got the thing in front of me now. The PPA Independent Publisher Awards, and we were up. Women's Running was up for two awards. One of them was for podcast of the year and we did not think we had a hope in hell because we were up against like some big pods and but anyway so so as you can hear like we totally won it we totally won it and we just screamed the house down (laughs) it was really lovely it was lovely I don't know I don't know about you but I'd already in my brain I decided who I thought was going to win yes instead and I was I was listening for that name uh-huh. and and so when the when the what happened 
<laughs> because we were the only one beginning with a were. I got we really were. overexcited. <gasps> yeah, and we did oh, big God. cuddles and jumping around. And we just several people it. afterwards came up to us. And I think we must have looked like we just won a Nobel Peace Prize or something. <laughs> yeah, because people came up to us and were like, oh, you look really happy. It was only in hindsight when we were looking at everyone else when they were getting their awards. They were like, yeah, thanks. And then walking off the stage, clomp, clomp, clomp. Yeah. And we like ran on like we were people. celebrating a hat trick. And we were like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the actual CEO oh. of the awards came up to us and went, you guys were so cute. And we were like, oh my God, oh, was it really embarrassing? Because <laughs> we were just... Oh shouting the place down weren't we <laughs> i know i think she meant cute in a lovely way but i did panic I to start with where i was like oh yeah gosh were we were we like that oh they think that they, they think they've really done something <laughs> <laughs> that's what i worried about but I, I i i think she did really mean it that we i think that she we meant were just her. Yeah, very was, very excited. Exactly, and yeah, and the other people that said they did seem genuinely kind of. I think it's because, well, because we weren't so genuinely thrilled. We are so genuinely thrilled by it. Like podcast of the year. I mean, I know, and that's just for us, like gassing, isn't it? I think that's amazing. Like, yeah, it's so cool. It is yeah. really cool just for talking about something we enjoy doing with each other and sometimes with other people. Yeah. Yeah, it's all um, just like, um, yeah, it's a bit kind of overwhelming, isn't it? And we also won an award, which was for the whole brand, not just the podcast, which is the, um, well, it was called the Diversity and Inclusion Award. Um, and I was a bit worried about inclusion rather than inclusivity, because I thought it sounded a bit like something that happens with your teeth. But that was, mm-hmm. we didn't for one minute think that we'd get, I mean, that was definitely the one we were like, there's absolutely no way. There's absolutely no way, because there were so many people up for that one. And and brilliant people as well. And oh, God, yeah. fair, we were, it was just, it was, I know that this is the classic thing to say, isn't it? It's, oh, it was an honour just to be nominated. But it was <laughs> a bit just an honour just to be nominated because the people that, that company, we were up against yeah. were brilliant. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. So I think so we, we, yeah, we, we really weren't didn't. expecting to win. We were just really pleased to be there. Yeah. I think, that's yeah, for that one, not, it was that's not... my attitude in life, really. It's just, I'm <laughs> happy to be, to be there. And if I here. win an award, I'll leap on stage, <laughs> which which we did. Quite difficult to do when you're wearing DMs, but there was some. Well, there was a little bit of leaping. But I just I turned around yeah. to the host. Um, what was the name of the comedian? I've forgotten her name. Can you remember? She was called Maisie Adams or something like that. I can't remember oh. her name, but she was absolutely lovely. And um, so I had my arm around her on one side and my arm around you on the other. But I did. I sort of as the photographer was taking a picture of us with our award, with with our little pink happy faces, I turned to her and I went, oh my God, can you see my sweat marks? <laughs> because I was wearing a very badly chosen satin shirt. For, oh, it was we lush were, though. It was nice, but you know, I've even talked on this podcast about how much I sweat. I mean, mm. I should know better. I'm 48. What am I doing wearing a pale blue satin shirt to an award ceremony where I might win an award or get nervous about doing so? And have to be looked at by hundreds <laughs> of people. Did she, did she, did she respond when you said? Yeah, she went, oh no. Yeah, she just said no. And I was like, really? <laughs> anyway, they, they, so they could somewhere, there might be a picture of me on Twitter 
looking under my arm suspiciously while I was on stage, <laughs> just having a last minute check. <laughs> I tell you what, I remembered, I remembered later on um, in the evening when I went, I went to the loo and I looked mm. at my teeth and I was, it was okay. <gasps> it was like the tiny, it was the tiniest bit. We didn't do a teacher. We said we would. Because oh, no, yeah. at, at the event, there's a sort of you sit and have a have a posh meal and um, and drinks and things. And then they do the awards afterwards. So we just mm. had a big three course meal, including all sorts of offending items of oh well you'd gone vegan food. hadn't you so you had a lot like, of lot of plant-based oh yeah. i had all sorts of grains that could get stuck in my mouth <laughs> uh we had chocolate puddings to get all all stuck all over our tongues <laughs> we yeah. said to each other before let's definitely let's definitely do a teeth check before we just in case we weren't being presumptuous just in case. but we thought we'd do a quick teeth check in case yeah we, well maybe that was it maybe we just were so we we so didn't think in a million years that we'd win that we we didn't even bother with the teeth the teeth check because we were so no. shocked. Do you know what I yeah. did? I, I remember before the first one that my bag was right in front of my chair and I looked down and I thought, oh, that's a tripping hazard. You know, health and safety, that's bad. Mm-hmm. I should move that just in case we have to get up. And then I immediately thought, I'm not moving it. I'm not going to move the bag because we won't win the award. And la, la, la. Yes. <laughs> I had a few of those. I had a few of those. What were my ones? I brought a book because <laughs> not because I thought it was going to be boring because I thought, um, well, because I would, because I was going to see family afterwards and I knew if we won, we'd get overexcited and we'd go for drinks afterwards. But if we didn't, then we would, have a little bit of wobbly lip and get the train and go home but I wasn't getting the train with Esther so I had to um I I I was like I'll bring a book so I can sit in a cafe or something afterwards and and read while before I wait to meet up with family um so I brought the book specifically thinking I'm gonna have a sort of very slightly disappointed couple of hours reading to myself in a cafe afterwards and instead we were two things that we did we were treated to rather a lot of Prosecco, weren't we? <laughs> so. We were, we were. Oh my God. Who was that chat? People kept bringing us things. Yeah, there was a bloke <laughs> called Paul. Shout, shout out to, I want to say Paul. And I'm worried that he that actually also, might be James. I think he was called James. I think that was kind of the joke, wasn't it? That yeah. he kept, unfortunately, we can't say thank you to him because he kept <laughs> saying, every time that he was called something else. I think because we were a bit, we, we had had a few well, because glasses we, of because we guessed of the wrong name, Prosecco didn't we? We guessed the yeah, wrong name to begin with. We guessed he was called Paul and we kept referring to him as Paul and he was not called Paul. Um, and then he, he thought was that James. was very funny. Yeah, I think it was James. But he thought that was very funny and kept saying things like, oh, no, I'm called Dave or I'm called Steve. <laughs> or <laughs> So we'll, have, we'll, we'll never know what his name was. But, but he either did way, he, bought a, of he did. He did. He bought us a huge bottle of Prosecco, which we wanged back. And then he just went off into the night without sort of further ado, which is rather lovely of him. <laughs> And then, yeah, we just, yeah, it was lovely. We dived into Prosecco. We dived into some chips. Um, yeah, we dived into chips. We had three yeah. different kinds of chips afterwards to celebrate. Oh, just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like, it's like the perfect We know kind how of, to have a good time. We do. We do. Chips and Prosecco. <laughs> oh, my God. Though, to be fair, I was being self-deprecating and saying that we sounded a bit boring. That doesn't sound boring at all. 
No, it doesn't, does it? Second Chips is amazing. It is amazing. We do it is amazing. know how to have a good time. It was brilliant and we it loved was it. Brilliant. And Joe, what was really nice as well, because we both, I did have a little worry the day before. I was like, oh, shall I wear heels or not? Shall I wear heels or not? Decided not to. Wore my DMs, which I was mm-hmm. so pleased about because one of our number, oh, one of our number turned up wearing a pair of high heels with a blood blister on the back of her foot. Um, and that did not look comfortable at all. She was in tears with that. It was awful. She was just, and she had to just basically run across the road barefoot, didn't she? Because she was in so much pain. So, um, yeah. Yay oh, for DMs. <laughs> Yay for DMs. They served us well and yeah. were all we needed at the end of the day. Do you know what, though? I did think, oh my God, how, where have I come from? They're like, Five years ago, even, there is no way that I would have gone to any kind of like award ceremony or whatever without wearing heels. And here I am today, well, Friday, wearing massive, de- I mean, like they are big DMs with orthotics in them, like possibly the most <laughs> sensible people. <laughs> With orthodontics in them, sorry. With orthodontics in them, yeah. <laughs> yeah, with orthodontics in them. Oh, that's amazing. I was doing the same though. I'm rub- I am I was not brilliant before, but I probably would have forced myself before to try and go with heels. Um, but nah, can't be asked anymore. After two years of one either wandering around with in you know, slippers or barefooted in my house or wearing extremely comfy trainers. I've not worn anything else. So even even the docks were a bit of a, a yeah. stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. That yeah. felt like a smart, a very smart shoe. It did. <laughs> but I'm like, it God, really who is this woman? <laughs> so, uh, so that means you've been away all weekend. So that, does that mean, she says, segueing, spinning, mm-hmm. spinning? Does that mean you've not been able to do any running this weekend? I've not done a run this weekend is, is my mm. news to report, unfortunately. Mm. Um, I did a little bit of running last week, though, um, and had to do a lot of telling myself that um, I might like it if I try it. Yeah. And I took away from Tina last week. Yeah, oh Tina. Yeah. It's been so cold, yeah. so <laughs> cold, so frosty. Um, I have been going, I I really, really want to get into the habit. And if anybody has any tips on trying to, if you're not particularly a morning person on trying to get yourself out of bed to go for a run when it's this cold, please let me know because I, um, I have been going at lunch times because Mm. it's just the idea of going when I wake up and it's still frosty outside makes me feel slightly nauseous. Um, (laughs) So I've been going at lunchtime last week, didn't go over the weekend because I had a a, a slight, um, I had Prosecco blinkers on over the weekend, <laughs> I think. <laughs> That's quite all right. That's quite all right. You're allowed yeah. to do that. Yeah, very difficult to run with Prosecco blinkers. It is difficult to run with Prosecco blinkers. Mm. So we had a whole afternoon, evening, really, of drinking Prosecco on the Friday night and then going and seeing family on Saturday all they want to do as well is have the excuse of oh you've won an award let's get Prosecco (laughs) out so then I had more the next evening as well so there was not a morning where I wasn't feeling slightly sorry for myself over the weekend (laughs) (laughs) well I did I did the same thing as you like I, I came away from like um that Tina Tina Tina's that Tina I meant that Tina's podcast that Tina that Tina um that Tina (laughs) from our conversation with Tina last time 
just like really like a bit a bit scared and because uh, in my head I've got the seven and a half minute mile thing that she was talking about it's still kind of wanging through my brain going oh. oh yeah that was a bit of a terrifying it was a bit scary idea um, wasn't it but she, but it, the big thing was also to kind of she was absolutely right and I forget that she is a connection on Strava so she can completely look at how I run which is plod 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 I was like oh no <laughs> I wanted to make this joke, but I didn't know whether I could, whether I knew Tina enough, well enough to make it. But I really wanted to say, well, I'm glad I haven't got you on Strava then when she <laughs> said that to you, because well, that terrified me. I've, I've yeah. just been using my watch recently anyway, because I don't like people to see how slow I am. But oh, it would be a, I mean, it's it's a good incentive it that is, Tina's but, on there I mean, and she is. I think to be fair to her, I don't think she's at all interested in how I'm doing generally on a day-to-day basis. I don't think she would do it like on, on a weekly basis, just check up on me or anything. Um, but I think ahead of the podcast, I think she just had a little scroll past just to have to see how I was doing. And then, you know, what she could see, which was absolutely right, is that every single run for the last, what, four years of my life have been the same pace and the same route with with kind of extensions here and there, depending on mileage. So, um, mm-hmm. she, so I did feel like, you know, oh, she's, you know, I felt she'd got me like a kipper. I was just, I was done. I was done for, <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> oh, stitched. So, um, yeah. So last week I did hill reps because oh, I thought, you're great. well, no, because I was like, Tina's watching me. I felt like it was honestly, it was like 1984. <laughs> I was like, I've got to go now. I felt like that chap, you know, whatever his name is, in 1984, I've got to go and touch my toes or something. Um, and it was really painful. So do you remember she asked me on the podcast, she said, um, do you ever come back from a run and think, God, that was really hard? So I did feel quite pleased with myself that after, um, I can't remember, it was midweek, um, I did my hill rep. Um, I don't think my hills are very hilly. That I, cho- I know Bath is very hilly, but I think the hills I choose mm. will be a little bit um, comfortable. But I'm I'm okay with that. Um but I was I did 10 reps and it was really painful. But then cut to um cuz when was that? That was probably I think it might be in Thursday. Can't remember. Um but then Sunday on the weekend I did a long run and I just decided on the, sort of on the spur of the moment to do a 10 mile. I had done a 9 mile the week before and I was going I might do that. I might do 9 or I might do 10 again. Whatever. Yeah. Um, so I decided to do 10 and it was really comfortable. It was like remarkably, Ooh. it was more comfortable than the nine the week before, more comfortable than any long run I've done for a while, actually. Oh, good. And so I think that that oh, was... Oh, that's a dream. 10 miles and feeling nice and comfortable with it. Oh, God, that's yeah. Oh, it, was, it was really lovely. And I was listening to a really good book and I, it was just... It was just, yeah, it was just enjoyable. So I, I kind of, I put that down to doing, I put that down to the hills in midweek. I think that really helped. Yeah. Um, and I think um, a banana really helped. And mm-hmm. um, and I hadn't done, now this is a thing, I hadn't done boot camp on Saturday morning, which I always do. And did I tell you that thing that my friend Laura said to me? She She was asking me about all my, um training i need to ask tina about it actually she was asking about my training Mm. and she was saying do you do your strength work on the same day as you're running or do you do it on different days and i was like i'll do it on different days so i like run boot camp run boot camp run boot camp kind of thing um and laura my friend said oh but so when do you recover 
And I was like, oh, well, I don't. <laughs> yeah, good point. Mm, so on a actually, Wednesday. Maybe, maybe nursing a hangover and having mm. a cup of tea in bed on Saturday morning was yeah. beneficial to you being able to run a nice, easy 10 miler without nasty discomfort during that. But, yeah, maybe. And also because on Saturday, because I was hungover, I ate loads as well. So yeah. I think I had quite a lot of nice happy carbs in me so i think that the run on um sunday morning was benefited from that for sure because oh, i just good oh lovely yeah. that's really so, nice to hear because yeah. a very pleased for you that, that was a good run but mm. b quite pleased and smug that um too much prosecco and lots and lots of carbs on a friday <laughs> slash saturday yeah does not necessarily equal ruining your training for the rest of your life quite the opposite quite, <laughs> quite the, opposite. the opposite in fact it's a training plan it's now we should put that in oh, <laughs> I think it's a... making these exp- doing these experiments so that people mm-hmm. don't have to you yeah heard it here first I know go and get smashed on Friday <laughs> and your long run on Sunday is gonna be great yeah god I'm all heart aren't I the things I do for this podcast <laughs> I know. I know. It's exhausting. It is. It oh, is. Well, then, I'm good. I'm feeling, I'm feeling more positive because I was feeling good. a little bit like, oh, got to get back into it this week after having a heavy weekend. And mm-hmm. usually I find that um, not necessarily with running, not necessarily with exercise, just, just generally with well-being, if I've eaten all the things that I want to eat and drunk all of the things that I want to drink on a mm. weekend, then I usually have a bit of a sluggish week feeling a bit like, um, or at least kind of sluggish beginning of the week. So I think tomorrow is my next run. Not going to lie last week. I hope Tina isn't listening. Um, because last <laughs> week I did just do two plods. Um, I know that's naughty, but, um, next week I need to start doing my proper, interval training um sorry this week now this week I need to start doing my proper interval training I think tomorrow is my next one so um maybe it won't be horrible which I thought it would be I thought I'd be I was imagining myself carrying the weight of Mm. like oh my god so many chips over the weekend Esther (laughs) because I had I had chips on the hangover the next morning too not quite morning but pretty much first thing I ate recovery food (laughs) recovery food I think yeah yeah, recovery food so many chips so (laughs) I was just imagining myself sort of carrying the weight of about five adult portions of chips (laughs) with me on my run but actually that's that's exactly that's science isn't it it's science yeah I think even Kate Percy would agree no she probably wouldn't but it you know let's let's wash over that Um, yes it's good it's good it's nutrition it's potatoes that's basically a vegetable you know it's all good exactly yeah exactly um and also I did the other thing that my other little takeaway from um our conversation with Tina was kind of the kind of a race b like the the goals the a goal b goal c goal thing so not seagull (laughs) steven seagull sorry (laughs) (laughs) what i mean is having in your head what you'd like the things that the kind of base level that you'd like to achieve for like the half marathon which would be to finish it and then you know your other bit would be to finish it in a particular time or you know whatever Mm -hmm. and and actually, I still haven't quite decided, and I don't think I will decide until probably close to the time, whether I want to attack 
the half marathon as a kind of PB thing or to actually enjoy the damn thing for the first time in my life. Um, yeah. So um, I, th- I and I haven't decided on that yet because it's and it's so, so difficult. Your to not- goal is my- either. Sorry, I was just going to say yeah. your a goal is basically either to run it in sub two or mm. to have the most enjoyable half marathon of your life. Yes, because I would say mm-hmm. that the last time we did it properly in person rather than virtually, I um, I actually enjoyed it, but I had a really grim Achilles injury from about mile two. So I can't say I 100% enjoyed it because I hobbled home yeah. afterwards. Um, so to I, th- I think my A goal should really be to be at the start line injury free. I think yeah, that would be I lovely. That. I like that. Mm. That's really good. Yeah. And that requires a little bit of looking after yourself, exactly. which I think it is safe to say you do a little bit not enough of. And I maybe do a little bit too much of. <laughs> I think it depends <laughs> what you mean by looking after yourself. But yeah, I think I think I could probably do with a lot more. I need to I need to kind of concentrate some more on the strength stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I need to not do a classic Newman, which is adding fifty percent to my mileage when I'm getting excited week by week. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, that's that's Just kind of my main one. thing. You've got so much time, haven't you? That yeah. I guess if you're focusing on on running them at a specific pace, mm. then you can just do, add an add one mile extra a week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I think I think it's like it's always worth bearing in mind that you're only really supposed to add ten percent um, per week mileage. And in my head, I always think of that as being one mile. But obviously, if you're starting from 5k, I was talking to a friend about this um, a couple of weeks ago, and he was talking about adding a kilometer onto his 5k run that he'd been doing all the time. Um, And actually, five to six kilometers is more than 10%, isn't it? So um, it's it's 20%, actually. So he'd be better off Mm -hmm. adding just half a kilometer, basically. So it's just bearing in mind. Okay, so even less than... Mm. but just bearing in mind the simple mass of it really um so never yeah. a strong point but i'll give it a go if i want to run a two and a half hour half marathon yeah i got a b at gcse however i never got further than quadratic equations which completely floored me so no. oh i can't even remember what they were i remember i did okay as well actually i think i got an a or a b but it was like a i had to put my I had to leave my soul in extra maths on Monday <laughs> afternoons to achieve it. Yeah. Oh my gosh. gosh. It was awful. I, well, and I do remember still knowing that there was no chance I was going to be able to ace it because I, um, I didn't know what quite, I had to resign myself to, to having a few things. Remember sign, cos and tan? Oh Yeah. I do, do because they want they a calculator. Are? Nope, not a clue. Nope, not a clue. Well, they're Something to do with pi, though, aren't they? Something to do with pi. Something like that. And to do with, I remember, that were they also, you could you could plot them on graphs or something? I'm not no sure. Idea. But I remember all the ones with graphs having to go, oh, dear, no, and just turn it and not even try. I remember being resigned to doing that and the math tutor going, yeah, don't, don't try those. They're not for you, babes. 
<laughs> oh God. Yeah, I really I, I remember, do them. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I have trouble with, um, with Ted's mat. Bearing in mind, Ted is eight and he's in year four. And he mm. comes back now with, with just, just kind of, I guess you might call it simple multiplication. And I just am floored by it because, I mean, I, even now, you know, I like my sevens and I like my nines, but eights, mm-hmm. you know, nah, they're, they're no use to me. I can't do eights. Oh, I agree, actually. Yeah. Mm. Eights are hard. Nines, I love. Everyone nines, nines are great. Brilliant. Nine times table is the is the it's, it's the dream the table isn't it? of times tables. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! But I do remember so many. I like that one. I think because um, I it was the only one because it's so so easy it, and the five as well. Five times table obviously is is yeah. deserves yeah, a classic deserves yes, a nod too. Shout, Highly yeah. commended. Yes, well done, um, fives. <laughs> But um, those two I loved because uh, they were probably the only ones that didn't result in me bursting into tears at the kitchen table with my dad going, (gasps) why don't you understand this? Oh, my God. The kitchen table (sighs) multiplication. That's what I had, too. Yeah. And and a very cross father. Yeah. Just just Mm. at the end of his tether, not understanding why I couldn't Mm. get it through my thick skull that six times eight is whatever it is <laughs> <laughs> the only one I now know is because of something Ted told me which he said because there's a little rhyme they do in school about eight times eight do you know it oh eight times eight is I oh, know I don't know right okay I was gonna make it up I don't 12. know what it is um, right so <laughs> Ted's rhyme is um I was I ate and I ate until I was sick on the floor. Eight times eight is 64. Because eight is 64. <gasps> yes. No, oh, no, I, I like know that, that one. I, like I know that. that one. Yeah, I like that one too. But and of I course, don't... eight times eight is 64. <laughs> of course it is. And now you know it's true because Ted told us. Yeah, I've never, I've never tried to work out eight times eight before though. Looking mm. at myself and because I can see myself we have our cameras on when we record the podcast. So I can see myself. I can see my, my own cogs turning. <laughs> and then I can see you expectantly waiting for the answer to eight times eight. And so I'm going to put it down to, to that, that I've never, never, never actually looked myself, looked at myself in the mirror and gone, yeah. what's eight times eight? While I was being school mom-ish. Yeah. Probably doing yes. that. I should have been, should have been wearing my glasses, going, shouldn't I? Yeah. It. Come on, Holly. Yeah. Come on. Just on the bridge of, on the, yeah. Just oh, yeah. sort of. Looking over my, doing my, yeah, giving you, you a Paddington hard stare. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is really running related, isn't it? Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Let's, um, let's segue. Uh, that's my new word. But running is, sorry, yeah. to, to touch, to, before we segue, there's a yes. in segue, isn't it? Sorry. But right. I'm tying up what we were just saying with running. But going, mm. a lot of running is maths. Because a lot of, we didn't, we didn't <laughs> I'm sorry, we didn't in. really talk about that last time so much. We kind of touched on it, but when we were talking mm. with Tina about um, running tricks, you know, little motivational tricks you do in your brain when you're doing long distances, yeah. actually, you know, math comes into it, doesn't it? You, I love saying to myself, okay, you've done 5k now, that's a quarter, and so you've got 
just under three quarters left, which is actually basically just like two thirds, and you know, <laughs> doing it like that. Well, you're not fraction, is it? Oh my goodness! <laughs> Let's cut my fractions out. But it is. But it is. It is. It is fraction working out fractions, and we may yeah. or may not leave this bit in. Now, do the segue you were going to do. I'm totally leaving it in, Hall, because I'm loving your math so far. Um, <laughs> um, right. So we were going to talk about because because um, uh, our new thing from from not last week, but the week before, we were going to talk about a listener um, who has written into us. <clears throat> and we thought it'd be nice to kind of just mention a few names and just kind of do maybe like one uh, email every podcast and I think sometimes these emails are just going to be kind of nice chatty ones because we've had some lovely lovely emails but also we have had yeah, emails from people really nice it has isn't it we've also had emails from people that are asking for a bit of support um and so we we decided we've we've found a lovely one um and just to be clear I think um Obviously, Holly and I are not, I don't know if anyone's noticed this, but we're, like, we're not the biggest running experts in the entire world um, <laughs> and, or medics or anything like that. We are just two women that no. run. Um, but what we're going to do is we, we just wanted to talk about a couple of these emails. And then um, what we will try and do is then get some expert advice and guidance for them, um, potentially put them in the magazine um, and ask some of our experts there to comment on them um but anyway yeah without banging on about it too much um i think holly you've got one haven't you from eileen yeah i've got one shall i read you the one that we've got here yeah so this is from a listener called eileen um a listener called eileen and she said that she um trained for a marathon during lockdown and loved it uh but everything since has gone a bit pear-shaped which i think I fully relate to having, well, I suppose mine wasn't during lockdown, but, you know, just before lockdown, loving training and then it all slightly going wrong. So mm. Eileen said, since race day, I've not felt worse. The race itself was tough. I got my period the day before and I couldn't keep up with my pace or my training buddies. Post-race, I've been sick, had the cold from hell, had been tired beyond tired, and I developed pulsating tinnitus in my mm. right ear. And after a blood test, I was diagnosed with anemic. I've recently caught COVID and I'm now struggling with fatigue. I had hoped to be on a runner's high, but all I have felt is sick, tired, exhausted, and my immune system seems to be shot to pieces. Is this normal? Oh, oh God. bless her, first of all, because that does sound very much like the, it's the curse of lockdown, isn't it? I feel like it's mm. bad things don't come in threes anymore. They come in, in eights. Yeah. Yeah, there's that. And I, it is just, yeah, I, oh God, like, yeah, we both, we, we discussed this, didn't we, afterwards? And it's like, uh, like, we really felt for her. And obviously, you know, COVID, that just sounds, you know, obviously, obviously that's just horrible. Um, and, and people were having such varying experiences of COVID as well. Um, but her one particularly. So, I mean, I was, uh, so I've, I've done some research and I've, I've asked a question um, of a couple of our experts. And so I had a little bit to say on it, but just to also to just to reiterate, like, obviously not a medic. Um, mm -hmm. But, um, but the, I mean, so the, the couple of things that I got from this was that she was, she was just talking about, yeah, the, how training gone really well, but since the race, she's felt dreadful. <clears throat> um, and that in itself 
is an interesting concept because your immune system is impacted when you do long distances. Um, not to this effect normally, mm. um, but I, I was reading somewhere that running for more than 10 miles can really temporarily weaken your immune system, but really it should only be for a few hours, you know, maybe a day. Um, and I was, I was thinking about that in light of, um, when we did, when we did the half marathon, I remember speaking to someone at that point, um, because that was just the eve of lockdown. And, and one of the reasons why people got a bit antsy about it was because of the fact that it's known that runners have a suppressed immune system when they run distances like that. And so to have kind of thousands of people running around with, um, kind of, these kind of uh with, with immune systems which weren't working to full capacity during a pandemic was not that's necessarily so interesting mm. i didn't yeah. know that at all that's so mm. interesting so it's, it's very common for marathon runners to get colds for instance after they've done a marathon mm. um I, the stat that i read was that marathon runners are up to six times more likely to catch a cold after a race um so that's, that's a number of th- there's so many things leading up to that and obviously the thing is if you're training for a marathon particularly all the long runs you're doing, if, if your immune system is weakened after a, a run of 10 miles or more, think about all the long runs you've got to do in the, in the lead up to a, to a full marathon. You know, that you've got sort of, you know, 10 weeks or so of very, very long runs where you may not completely recover from those long runs. So there, there's, there's a good chance that actually her immune system was affected by her training, but she didn't realise that until after the big day. Um, so that, 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 that is a, a, a thing that could have happened to her, but Mm. I'm going to say that what Eileen is suffering from, she says, is this normal? I I don't think it's normal. Um, not saying that she's not normal. I'm just saying her experience isn't normal. I think she's had a really rough ride of it. Um, I think it does sound like she's particularly had mm. a grim time of it. Yeah. And I I would say, you know, not, I mean, not every marathon runner has her experience for sure. Um, and so I guess the thing that I would say to her, and this is before passing on to a medic to answer properly in print. Um, I, what I would say to her is things that I would, I've said to, to friends who have, haven't got an answer for other medical issues. Um, like when I've, I've spoken to people, um, friends, this is completely unrelated, but friends, who have gone on to get diagnoses for things like PCOS and um, endometriosis mm-hmm. is I, I I would just my my thing to say to Eileen would be to like push push at the doctors. Um, I just think you know if you know that something's wrong, so 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 push for an answer. Um, I, I just think you know you know, I think if you're able to give your doctor like the whole story. Um, like you might not think that every single one of your symptoms have a relationship to each other. Um, but if you're, if you write them all down and then you reel them all off, it might mean that there is a bit of a link. Um, so I, I think it's mm-hmm. that, I think you push and push and push to get an answer that satisfies you as to kind of why your body is reacting in a certain way and isn't enabling you to yeah. recover properly. Um, and I know like the NHS is under massive massive pressure right now but it doesn't mean that she doesn't deserve an answer um, no not at all and then the sooner that you can get that answer the more I mean even you know she's part of the way there with the anemia thing you know mm. I think it, no, knowing that 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 might be the reason for some of the symptoms that she's been having um mm. and you know the yeah the more that she can learn about it then the sooner that she can get back to doing what she enjoys doing because 
I'm, I know I am, have said I'm the self admitted queen of maybe going too easy on yourself sometimes. But I think probably what I would say is that she does need to be go easy on herself and remind herself that this is, you know, not only is she experiencing all of this in the wake of a life changing pandemic, that it is important to put your health first and make sure that you're you're right. Doesn't 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 mean that she can't can't run, but that expecting her herself to have the same levels of of kind of energy and fitness that she had in that training for that first marathon when mm. she's her body's undergoing lots of stress is is she, yeah. she can she can afford to to be a bit kind to herself in the meantime before she hopefully gets the answer that will help her to to train um yeah train yeah. around that I think that's absolutely true I think um and I think that if you know she she will run again and she'll train again for another race I'm sure of it but I think maybe that mm. um ahead of the next race that she sort of sets her sights on to maybe start looking at um effective recovery a bit more and maybe she's someone that would benefit from asking um an expert in the field about actually how she should be treating her body after doing those kind of long runs like maybe looking at nutrition a bit more um and 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 yeah being being a bit kinder to herself making sure that she's got all the right fuel in her and that she's actually taking the rest days that she needs in order to recover Mm. as fully as possible but yeah in the meantime just as you say yeah being kind to herself and I know she really really wants to start running again but it's clearly not quite the right time right at this moment um but it will be it will be yeah so yeah it definitely will be mm-hmm. it definitely will be and hoping that that is sooner rather than later yeah because me it too. is very frustrating oh That's god really yeah frustrating. Mm-hmm. I, yeah i feel like to sort of a small degree i do relate to what she's saying that um i've definitely found that i over the last few months have been iller than I usually am I think as a result of of going back into mixing with other people and having a lower immune system um Mm. I've you know obviously been lucky enough that I haven't haven't not dealing with anything like she is like anemia or or tinnitus would be horrible Um, yeah yeah but um just generally feeling more run down and and similarly less less energetic than usual and um I think it is yeah important to to remember that we've been under a huge amount of stress and that not not every period of of time can be your peak period and that's that's okay that's okay and I think I'm you know I get the feeling that she I mean she's going to be great she's going to be absolutely fine because she I think she you know just from that little bit she knows herself really well and um Mm -hmm. and you and you can tell and it's like it's like um like I know I know when something is I know when I've reached my absolute peak my limit when I start getting little things like um I always know it when I get conjunctivitis which I know is like really Mm -hmm. random but for me it's an indication that the rest of my body has fallen apart and I've not noticed because it's usually at the end of I'm usually really stressed I've usually had some kind of virus or a chest infection or something like that. And I, I tend to get it right at the end of all of that where I'm thinking, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, you know. And I, I'm usually like, early, I'm just going, oh, yeah, I'll go for a run, I'll be fine, blah, blah, blah. And then yeah. that'll happen. It's like, oh, no, you know what? I just need my duvet for a couple of days. <laughs> so Yeah, I completely feel you. So it's, and, and again, yeah, like what it, with her situation, she's obviously really 
good at noticing those signs and I think that's a really Mm. good a really good position to be in but I'm completely guilty of doing the same thing where I'm I always thought I was brilliant at knowing my body and my brain and it turns out I've discovered in the last couple of years that I'm absolutely crap at it Mm. I don't have a clue what is going on a lot of the time in my body and just listening to it sometimes is 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 a good move yeah, it is. It is. It really is. And I think that like, it's like, you know, when I was mentioning about the PCOS and the endo um, experiences earlier on, and and it's just kind of like, like I was diagnosed with PCOS when I was in my 20s. And, um, and you know, the thing yeah. that pushed me to go to go wasn't the fact that I'd not had a period in six months, but it was because my and it's just that it's the little clues. That's what I mean. It's these tiny things. Um, I, I just remember I was going somewhere in a car with my dad and he turned around and mentioned, he, he thought there was something wrong with my, he thought I had a rash um, down the side of my cheek, um, which was acne, which were, mm. was not, not kind of something that was common for, for me at the time. Um, and I was so self-conscious. He didn't mean to say, he really did th- think it was a rash. He thought it was something to do with like washing powder or something. Um and um, I knew I knew it was acne, but so it was vanity. Mm-hmm. It was vanity that pushed me to go to the doctors in the end, rather than thinking, yeah. you know, periods have stopped. That must be wrong, kind of thing. So it's kind of it's fi- it's finding the one thing that you know is going to provoke you to to go and actually seek out help. But uh, yeah. hopefully, as as we get older, I'm hoping. I mean, kids today they know themselves so much better than us. Well, your kids today actually, so you should know yourself better. Um. <laughs> I am kids today. You I are kids today. Yeah, kids you do. today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm just like the yeah, the ancient the ancient lot. You know, we're kind of, you know, we put off going to the doctors because we're worried we're going to get strapped into an iron lung, and like. Or, or something you know so um, oh but I mean I'm not a very good example I do agree that I think kids today are a bit better <laughs> at going to the doctors but I personally as someone who has crippling anxiety only like to go to the doctor for them to tell me I'm not ill <laughs> I don't have any interest in what they have to say to me other than no you're not ill bye Oh. don't want to actually know what's going on with my body please don't tell me anything bad just tell me just reassure me everything's fine and send me on my way and I'll I'll come and ask for the same thing again in, a, in about six months <gasps> isn't oh, that you're... bad that's interesting though it's interesting it's not bad my weird it's brain just... yeah <laughs> I <laughs> yeah. know god weird it's brain. weird isn't it yeah no, but I you know we but we should always it is a it is a uh as much as I'm joking about my weird brain, it is mm. a good idea to, you know, to, as Esther says, to push doctors and, and really push for an answer on things like, you know, when something's not right with your body and, um, and yeah, actually going and, and saying, no, I know this is not me and this, mm. isn't, this isn't what this feels like for me. Um, I yeah, don't having, think any doctor, having even despite how yeah, as you said, how how stretchy NHS in at the, is at the moment. I don't think any doctor is ever going to go shut up. No, you don't yeah. know what you're talking about. <laughs> no, exactly because because you know yourself. I think, and I think, um, I think because where I come from is from a position of like the deepest faith in the system, which mm. is that what my feeling about going to the doctors is that I am going 
to seek something to fix me. So I, I'm always a little bit shocked if I'm sent away with a, you know, you're going to have to do something yourself. Like, like when I go to the physios, I never find that as fulfilling an experience. It's going to the doctors and coming away with a pack, packet of pills. It's basically going to make me better. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know? love that. What a dream. That's so <laughs> good. It's amazing. But when the physio <laughs> says, no, you have to go home and do DIY, get yourself better. It's like, no, hang on a minute. I don't like that at all. That's I, what I thought with therapy as well. I was like, oh my God, there's so much homework. <laughs> yeah, it's true, right? <laughs> <laughs> like just just sort it out you know that's what I'm paying you for yeah why am I trying to find all the answers surely you know them come on they've done training they should be able to say oh Holly you know your funny brain is because of a b and c and what you need to do is yeah something yeah stick stick some kind of what I'd like is for somebody to just tell you just go just just tell you sort of say like some magic words or something that just unscramble your brain that would be the dream yeah maybe it's relearning our eight times tables yeah maybe it is actually to bring Mm. it back (laughs) 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 oh Oh, right well I mean I think so I mean after all of that I think um the only other thing that I kind of wanted to talk about this week really was um, was the weather because it has been so incredibly cold, incredibly cold. And the, yeah. this weekend's weather has been biblical. It's been horrible in some places. Oh, it's been shite. It's been yeah. shite. It has. Yeah. It has. Really horrible. Lots of pictures of snow, but no one particularly enjoying it very much because of power cuts. And, no. Yeah, that's yeah. very true, actually. It's not been mm. the usual kind of like chestnuts roasting on an open fire vibes has no. it it's it's been like the only pictures of the snow i've seen have been on motorways like, horrible image- <laughs> yeah. yeah on the motorway oh yeah, yeah well, i was saying that earlier to esther i can't remember whether that's in the podcast or not <laughs> as with most of our conversations was it recorded are people listening to it i don't know or was it just on our own but yeah co- got caught in the in the storm arwen storm arwen yeah. i can't help but say it like that my well fruits storm arwen on on sunday um and we yeah we were on the m4 and didn't have oh. our wits about us and then suddenly it started pelting us with snow anyway yeah, it's not, not about fun. driving in the snow it's, it's about, about running running and in about the how snow. difficult yeah. it's been because of how gross it is exactly exactly so right what is your number one tip for running in the cold when you don't want to get out there? What do you say? Well, I, I'm going to I'm going to crib two tips uh, that we've already been told, and one on of then. them is Anna Harding's tip, and it's put your pants, especially your pants, also your leggings, probably your top and your sports bra. Actually, put everything yep. as much as you can on the radiator. Good tip. But oh, it's the pants for me, big time. <laughs> Makes warm it pants, so much warm better. Bra. Yeah, lovely. Warm pants, warm bra is a good mm-hmm. place to start. And then anything yeah. else you can fit. Socks, actually, warm socks. Yeah. Socks are good. Stick them on the radiator the night before or morning of whenever you put your heating on. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, my other one that I'm finding massively useful already. Yeah. Um, I say I did go at lunchtime rather than in the morning, but at least I went um, from Tina was the thing we were talking about last time. I really feel like I've developed that as a mantra now in my brain, which is that if you, cause I'm quite a trier, I do like trying things. 
and like, you know, foods or activities or whatever. And I do usually find that I, I'm, I get some joy out of them if I just give it a go Mm -hmm. and saying that to yourself as if it is eating, you know, seaweed for the first time or going zip lining or whatever it is that you're a bit, you've got (laughs) some kind of nervous anticipation around of if you give it a go, you might actually quite like it for each run as its own new individual thing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Yeah, think, seeing it as like this is even though we've run, you know, hundreds of times, mm. seeing it as well, this one today in this weather with this route, with these trainers, with this brain, with this tummy this morning or whatever, mm. that if I, I don't, all these voices tell me that I'm not going to enjoy this, it's going to be horrible. I don't know unless I give it a go because it's going to be different to last time and it'll be different to the time after. See, I think that's amazing, and that's that is that does ring completely true, because if I if I'd approached my long run this weekend with my slightly down at heart feeling that I had following my previous long run, I would not have enjoyed it at all. So yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's and my one would yeah. be my one is all about habit and regularity, which is much more boring. Um, and I I always it works though. You're very good at being organised with it. Well, it, it's because I force myself into the habit of it, and mm. it's because I I do that thing and it does work. I have to get absolutely everything ready the night before, and I do it before I get too tired as well. So I'll do it more like at eight o'clock rather than at ten, and I get absolutely everything. Like I even so so uh, when I run, I always, for instance, I always take my key off my bunch of keys, so I've only got a front door key. Um, so I always do that the night before. So it's just there like a solitary key along with all of my Aww. clothes and my socks. and my. And I, I make that with my keys, by the way. There I don't do it in that organized, lovely way. I might actually steal that. I don't <laughs> do it in that lovely, organized way of doing it the night before. But I do. That is a sign that I'm going for a run or I've been for a run. Is that because my it's house a, keys. single key. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then you have to be very organized about putting it back on the key for by the way to get like, locked out, uh, which has happened to me. But the... Um, yeah. But it's having all of that. It's even making sure that my leggings are turned the right way out, and that it, I to put as few barriers in front of me before I go for that run the next morning, um, mm-hmm. and and I check the weather and make sure that the clothes are appropriate for the weather, and just get it that that works for me, and it means that, and for me, I can't run in the middle of the day because I will give myself an excuse not to. So I yeah. have to do. I have to do it before my head is even really caught up with my body, and then I just. Go. Oh, that's why I I do really need to get into the habit because I do the same. Like I've been good the last couple of weeks just because I keep telling myself that I need to be. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, I do exactly the same, and that's why I don't want to rely on that for the half marathon training. Yeah. I need to start going in the mornings. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, I would. I will definitely start doing the same thing um, because, um, yeah, I think I need, I just need to be a little bit more organised the night before because otherwise that's just, it is, it's just another barrier, isn't it? it you it go, is another barrier. oh, but it's grosser weather than I thought. And I, oh, my waterproof leggings are in the wash or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my one tip. I, I've probably got loads more boring things, but that's my one thing. So, yeah cool. for sure that makes me go out oh lovely it's got really dark look at me i look all loomy and 
weird. I know. I, I look know. like it's a kind of gothic horror movie. Actually, oh. earlier you went, um, I was going to say, but we were really in the flow of really interesting conversation. Something happened with your camera that made you all, you made you go negative for a bit. That was really spooky. <laughs> it was like the Matrix. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant. I'd quite like to do but that. then you were fine. Then you were fine. <laughs> then I'm fine. But um, now I do look like I've got like a torch underneath my face and I'm trying to tell a horror story. Yeah, like you're telling a ghost story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he reached under the bed and it wasn't the dog after all. It was, anyway, yeah, that kind of <laughs> And it was coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> it's not Halloween. It's Thanksgiving. It's not. It's not. <laughs> What is um, it? What is today anyway? There was fireworks last night. I wonder what that was for. It's our, it's it's the it's starting to get excited about Christmas for real now for me. That's it what is. it is. I'm gonna get my Christmas tree this weekend. Me too. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I can't wait. I I'll can't ask wait you either. when we're not recording about where you're gonna get it from because I need some advice. Um but I was gonna say, yeah. um in terms of tips, if anybody has got them nicely segueing into don't forget that you mm-hmm. can email us on wrpodcast at <gasps> anthem.co.uk oh you said the right one this time oh, <laughs> oh i loved saying that as well <laughs> podcast email you've no idea how pleased we are to have our own podcast email so you please We're use it excited about it <laughs> yeah oh. give us a shout and let us know what your tips are or if you've got other questions that you'd like to ask us or if you've got any stories that are going to make us laugh because that's always quite nice as well that is really lovely yeah or what's that what's that program that you watch about boats oh below deck if you've got any, yeah oh they've just put actually they've just put below deck med below deck on, med oh yeah below deck med so i think original below deck is in the caribbean <laughs> i might and the new one is they've they've put all the ones on netflix now that are set in the mediterranean yeah. just as just as much drama just Quite salacious. as much yeah joy so salacious do you <laughs> do your exercises in front of it <laughs> It's good. It's good. <laughs> okay. Let's, I think that's maybe that's tip number three then. Okay. So we'll do that. We'll do yeah. um, single leg deadlifts in front of below deck. That's actually a good idea while it's really cold, isn't it? Stick your favourite mm. bit of shite on the telly and do your exercises. <laughs> then you don't have to go outside, but you're still doing something. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Honestly, it's like talking to Paula Radcliffe. That. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come back next week for a massive slice of Esther and Holly chat in the workshop. This podcast was recorded over Zoom. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. Podcast listeners can claim the best discount we have for membership to Women's Running, which is 35% off. That's less than two ninety-five a month. Go to shop.womensrunning.co.uk and enter WRPod at the checkout for your discount. Happy running.